Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another Pure Phantom Podcast of Brad and Court Tuck. I'm Brad. And I'm Court. Welcome back, Erpers. Yes, indeedy. We're on episode five. Uh, yeah, so uh, this is technically the penultimate episode until we get the second half of the season. Um, I have feelings about that. Yeah, I know. It's kind of like bummer, but still, I'm good with it. I'm fine. Yeah. Because we know there's more to come later. It just kind of got derailed because of uh, uh, demons. True. Something of that nature, I think, you know. Yeah, they they definitely did it. We need uh, Winona to come save the day. Yeah, we'll have more of the show coming up later. It's going to be so good, though. Yeah, it's just been so good to have them back. Not only for the fact that, um, like, not a lot of our shows are on right now, and we were just looking at the schedule to see what's coming back anytime soon, and... It's like not 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 a lot. Uh-huh. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> it's more or less the fact <laughs> like, that we don't know when maybe things December, are. December. Yeah, it's, we don't know when things are coming back. That's the whole thing. It's yeah. like uh, I don't know. <laughs> the only new new stuff that I know for sure is coming back. I know Supernatural. They're gonna try to finish off the last season. What is this? Um, come fall? Is that season like thirty one now? <laughs> is it? I think it's. 15 like they were going to end it's 15 or 16 they were going to end last year but then COVID hit and it interrupted their um you know their swan song gotcha so. gotcha yeah uh, uh next week bill and ted coming yeah oh my god i am so excited station <laughs> <laughs> i am hey we should watch that and talk about it hey that's an idea we should do that, that. is an idea all right. Well, before we do that, just want to remind everybody to check us out over at purefandom.com. A lot of great writers over there. If there's a show or movie you love, someone over there is writing something amazing about it. And Court, how can a good people reach us? Well, you can find me on Twitter. I am Jen Dev. He is Brad ZB, but you will not find him on Twitter anymore. If you go, his last message might be from like three, three years ago, and I don't even know what it would have been about. Um if you really need him, you can find him over on IG. He's Ramblin' Brad, and you can find a lot of his awesome um, like woodworking. I know that he was working on some stuff for a cool charity the last time that we talked. And um, also, uh, his lifting. He's been insanely awesome at that. Uh, mm-hmm. Tell me about the lifting. What's happening with that, Brad? Uh, let's see. My recent post on Instagram, you can see my broken motorcycle that I got to fix today. I had a foot pig fall oh off while I was riding. It kind of sucked. Uh, sheared bolt thing and it's it's fixable uh recent last sunday was there's a video up there of me doing a front squat my front squat is now up to 305 uh i totally got like 330 or something in there so yeah that's it and some other stuff but yeah okay all right and you want to know what i'm lifting right now what are you lifting right now like a 20 well, they got to start somewhere. Got to do 50. it. You just got to work huh? on it. You got you got to start somewhere and work on it. So there you go. I know. I know. I should yell at you a lot more and make you do more stuff. I totally will. Uh, I actually got a competition that we're doing next week. So it's kind of like a at a friend's house. It's like it's called a taco wad. We're having tacos also. So there we go. I was gonna say what? Yep. <laughs> it's the first annual taco wad that we're doing. So it, it's tacos be are tasty. Yeah, there's, there's, yeah, tacos are tasty. So, ah, nice pull around to Winona Earp. <laughs> All right, and before we jump in with Winona, um, so the other places that you can find us 
Peer Fandom, of course, you can find it everywhere. They're on Twitter, Facebook, IG. I don't know that they've gotten a TikTok yet. I'll have to talk to the girls about it. Apparently, it's still around. I thought they were going to get banned, but it didn't. So yay for that, because there are some awesome videos over there. I'm not doing one, but Susan is. I'll have to see the link for it. She's so cute. Our girl Susan over at Geek Girl Suit. Check it out. Um, Over on Facebook, uh, Brad, what can we find on Facebook? What's there? Over on Facebook, you can find a great group that talks about amphibians and the life cycle of frogs and how they can, you know, grow from tadpoles into live frogs in your digestive system. Hey, you, um, yeah, you went too far. Oh, okay. (laughs) That was a lot. That was a lot. But okay, (laughs) now I know not to look that up because I don't want to have a visual of that in my head now, but I do. So thanks for that, Brad. You need to write a story about that. Ribbit. <laughs> All right. So, other things besides that nightmare scenario, you can find, of course, is Brad Court Talk Peer Fan and Facebook group where we talk about anything and everything, um, like whatever you have to be watching, uh, listening to, um, reading. I just did a podcast with uh, Susan and Callie where we read this awesome book about um, like the scandalous lives of church ladies. It was actually really good. So, you should check that out. And, of course, we have our Van Helsing Facebook group where people are, again, are always excited for that show. Um, and like we just said, I think it comes back maybe November, December. So we're, we're getting pumped for that. I know they had a trailer that dropped after SDCC at home a couple weeks ago. So there's that for sure. But, yeah, so check out all those places and, you know, come talk to us. And just be aware, I do live tweet shows sometimes or like different things that you might not want to hear about. So sometimes you may want to mute me, but it's okay. I understand. (laughs) (laughs) But like when the election is over, I'll be much better, I promise. Yeah, it'll be fine. I'm one of the people, I'm sorry. I don't even, I, my Facebook is so, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I don't go on there that much anymore. I go on there for certain things, but currently I'm just waiting. After November, I'll probably go on more. But there's. Oh, yeah, I'm not one of those Facebook people. I keep getting people adding me to the different Facebook groups. I'm like, why are you adding me to this group? I don't want to go to this group. Stop uh, it. Uh, yeah. Okay, let's talk about Winona. Yeah, tacos are tasty. Tacos are tasty. <laughs> uh, remember, every day is taco day. So just don't have to wait for Tuesday. Every day is taco day. Every day. Okay. All right. So back on Winona land (laughs) and her story, we are on again, episode 405. And like, this is our penultimate episode. And guess what? It's called Holy War part one. Mm -hmm. So of course you knew they were going to leave us hanging because it's a part one. They had to do it. They couldn't avoid it. This episode was written by Noel Carbone and it was directed by Ron Murphy. I can't say directed. Nicole has been hexed. Doc and Jeremy are officially reunited. And man, it definitely felt good. Honestly, this might be my favorite reunion. I'm sorry, way hot. I love y'all. You know, I love my Winona and Doc, but like something about Jeremy and Doc. Can't help it. Uh, the search for Peacemaker, it turns up a notch. And of course, Rachel is on her own hunt, unfortunately, mm-hmm. looking for our boy Billy. Right. And then we also started off this whole entire episode with this weird dreamscape uh, Nicole wedding in black thing going on. Yes. Like, did you have Billy Idol painting in your head I instead know. of exactly. a black one? <laughs> it was it was interesting and it, nice little camera fate, uh, you know, blurriness going on and people in there, and you knew kind of right off things were wrong. So, 
Oh yeah. And now the camera work like in like in this entire episode was great, but in that scene was fantastic and like their outfits when the girls get married for real, I need them to be wearing those outfits. I don't care that it's black. Who right. who needs to be in white? Like they looked amazing. Yeah, it was really good. I was, you know, but we knew it wasn't going to go right after how last episode ended, so Yeah, I mean, we knew it wasn't going to go right just like by the expression on some of the wedding guests uh, face like their, their expressions for the whole thing it was very grim right. i know they were wearing black but that didn't matter but everybody was super grim and i love the fact that nedley was going to be marrying them what? and winona was walking her down the aisle nicole and not even like waverly she was walking nicole down the aisle to give her away mm-hmm. I, I need this i need this to happen for reals i think we may have it at the end of the episode we probably got like what six more episodes before we get that though <laughs> Um, oh, that would be awesome if they ended the season with like a wedding. Uh, I mean, like, the, I, in, in the entire, <laughs> huh? yeah, end it all with the wedding. That'd be nice. Oh, you mean like the show? I don't know. Is don't it? I'm just saying, I'm just, we were on hiatus for two years. I'm just wondering how they're finishing <laughs> it up. So we were, yeah, we're, we're probably not getting a wedding at the end of the season. I'll be satisfied with them being engaged. It's fine. I think they should just do the wedding and just make us all happy. And that way, if it ends, it ends and we're all just happy they got married. So. Agreed. Like, do this wedding that you did in the beginning because it was so beautiful and they looked mm-hmm. amazing. Um, but, like, to have it actually and happy with, like, Winona not saying, you're not marrying my sister. Right, right. <laughs> or, you know, with Nicole waking up to find out the uh, place is on fire. Yeah. Like, what was that about? <laughs> and, yeah. And why was uh, Waverly just totally out? That was the weird part. Well, apparently she's a really deep sleeper, yeah. and um, we know that um, Nicole was coughing in her dream. So I guess the smoke inhalation like really got it, really got to her. Yeah, I can see. Like that. I was like, wait, where's Rachel? And um, I love that Nicole was able to lift Waverly up into that fireman's carry. Uh-huh. I was like, see, look at you! I just pick her up, and carry her out. Right, and you gotta love that Doc was uh, busy watching over Winona, you know, and they they're getting ready to have sexy time. Uh huh. Their he, sexy times are always interrupted. Yeah, they and, never get sexy time because they always got oh never, smoke. Well, they they did at least once. Right, they got out. Yeah, they did have a baby, so yeah, there's that whole thing. <laughs> but um, I love the fact that he was watching out for Winona, and he was like, "Yeah, I stayed up all night protecting you guys." And then in the background. Like, wait a minute, but the home says on fire. What do you mean you were protecting us? What? That didn't work out very well, did it? No. No. And then he's like looking over all the footprints on the ground and states that, you know, it wasn't any of them because, as Rachel points out, he did memorize everybody's shoe sizes. Because he's a good tracker. Yeah, he did memorize everybody's shoe sizes. And there's the fact that. There's no other footprint besides theirs. So, like, somebody or something else had to have done it. And, I mean, we do find out that uh, Nicole was the one who actually started the fire at the end of it because they find the clothes that are, you had the gasoline on it. But that yeah. ties in with the whole Winona smoking the cigar thing, which I thought yes. was really weird in a dream. But that just brings it back to she was the one that was setting the fire. Uh huh. Mm hmm. Doc takes uh, Winona to the glory hole to see Hyman. Heyman? Eamon. Eamon. Uh, I love that you Hyman. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to remember what his name was. I was like, hold on. It's one of those. Uh, he tells Winona she needs to go get Peacemaker and get rid of the Clantons. 
Yeah. Which is good, but she kind of lost Peacemaker, but he happens to know where it is. Thankfully, finally. Now, I am very glad that she's on the road to getting Peacemaker back, but I really need her to make peace with herself first. Like, I want her to be able to in- embrace her inner badass, like, before she even finds Peacemaker. Right. Like, let's do that. Like, you don't really, really need Peacemaker. Yeah, you kind of do. But just, like, know that you're strong, too. Like, without it. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Definitely. Jeremy is taking back over to Sheriff's office because, you know, he's uh, all black badgy now. Which is, uh, I love Jeremy. Oh, those glasses were cute. I would have taken them too. Uh-huh. And he's all like, I'm the captain now. Right. <laughs> when Nicole and Waverly show up, he's overly excited to see waves, to which Nicole points out that he kind of fell off the face of the earth on her. Yeah, that was messed up. Mm-hmm. And even though he says, you know, my phone was bugged and all that, I mean, still kind of wonder what's up with that because, yeah. Everyone, he's, you know, Nicole just kind of got left out in the cold. And you kind of get a lot of that in this episode that she was losing the faith. And we find out that she, you know, totally did lose it. But I wonder how things would have been if Jeremy would have kept more contact with Nicole. Yeah. Because, oh, my God, that's so true. Because she didn't have Nedley. He was off being, um, like. Eating small dogs and animals. (laughs) Bigfoot dude. Yeah. (laughs) You said eating small dogs. Well, that's what he said. He was eating small furry things. So yeah, he was. So yeah, he was off doing things, and then yeah, that was messed up that Jeremy kind of just started a whole new life without them. But she did have Rachel, right? But it wasn't. So yeah, she was being motherly on that part. But yeah. I think she needed she needed Jeremy. She needed somebody else because no one else was there. Yeah, she, she needed someone else who understood exactly what she was feeling because, like, he understood he was a part of their group. Mm-hmm. And, like, he would have been missing them, too. And when everybody else shows up and they talk about looking for a peacemaker, mm-hmm. N- Nicole uh, does this weird trance thing with the drill and uh-huh. points it at waves <laughs> like a gun, or was she pointing it at Winona? I couldn't figure out which one of she was at that point. I don't know. It was one of our girls. Yeah, but it was pretty evident that she was under control by something, so. Oh, yeah. Uh, Rachel was, during this whole entire thing, we're trying to figure out where she's at. She was out scouting the Clanton's homestead because she's an ERP. Well, she's actually not an ERP. She's more of like she's a... She's totally an ERP. No, she's a hot now. She's not an ERP. This is true. Well, she's a way hot baby ERP. Right. But she uh, the whole time that she was with Nicole, that's where she learned all her all her hotness. She hasn't learned yeah. all the erpness yet. She's getting there. <laughs> I mean, she was getting there a little bit just because of the fact that she lives in Winona's room, her old room. <laughs> so she was just like seeping in the erpiness of it all. Like, and the fact that when we first saw them a couple episodes, like they had a similar personality, Winona and Rachel. Right. Like they were like completely bonding. So she's getting it by what is it, osmosis then? Just being in yes. there, it's just kind of going into her. She's a baby erp. She's going like, to be. The- she- Alice will be one day. She'll be the next heir. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> uh, we see that Purgatory has a museum now, and there's a little video that has Wyatt Earp on it. Well, Brad, there was always a museum. Right. Winona just didn't know about it. <laughs> just, yeah, just no one went there. Uh, Doc says that, well, during this video that we're watching, Wyatt says that Doc took the first shot at the Okoye Corral, which uh, Doc wasn't too happy with because he didn't said he didn't do it. Right. 
And then he also kind of gets a little uh, upset about the fact that Wyatt's there just points out that Doc was a loose cannon and, you know, however he wanted him to do, he just kind of knocked him off a whatever horror he was on top of and pointed him in the way to go. Doc didn't really like his memories about Wyatt after that. Yeah, I mean, like we all have our heroes, I guess, and like I don't think Wyatt Earp was as perfect as we've all considered him to be. Mm-hmm. Like, like in the movies that we've seen that we've seen created in the past, like nobody's like that perfect. Granted, like yeah, he did cheat on his wife with that actress and marry her later, so he wasn't perfect, perfect. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure he did some dirt also. Right, and it, it, even Doc said, you know. Uh, to Winona that I don't think you're going to would like Wyatt based on, you know, the stuff that he's kind of talking about. Yeah. So, back with the Nicole and Jeremy thing, a little bit of tension going on there, but kind of like Jeremy said, they did what they had to do to survive. And mm-hmm. at that point, Nicole starts feeling a little bit upsetting in the stomach there and we get the flashback with Nicole talking to Maggie and apparently promising something. Uh-huh. Which can't be good because that ends up puking up frogs, which is, I don't know, not a good sign. Not even close. That's like November in 2020. So, you know, that's that. <laughs> oh, God. That's what, we're going, that's what we're moving up to after this. I, hey, it makes sense. Yeah. I mean, look at the murder hornets. They got derailed. They didn't even get on the schedule. We heard about them for a moment, and then psh, that was done. Off. Oh, no, they, they're back. Yeah. Um, they were on the news like last week. Oh. They were spotted for reals in Washington State. Hmm. Interesting. Don't go to Washington State, people. It's, or if you're there, <laughs> watch out. Wear protection. <laughs> Maggie says that when she dies, her charm, her charm or whatever she had is going to be passed on to her hairs, but she doesn't trust her kids with it because they're all mess ups pretty much. Well, yeah, but she also states she had a plan to take care of the herbs and she's going to have them all kill each other off, which ties into what happened with, uh, Nicole there, you know, Mm -hmm. as part one of her plan. So I guess we just have to see how that goes out. Mm -hmm. Nedley is tending the bar, which yay, the bar's back. And they roll in with Nicole and bad needed some tequila to get the taste of frog out of her throat. I am guessing tequila does get the taste of frog out of your throat. It pretty much gets the taste out of everything out of there until you start puking up again. I mean, like, doesn't it just kill your taste buds? Uh, pretty much, yeah. I think <laughs> okay. and she's just like chugging it straight out the bottle, too. There's no, there's no salt and lemon on there. She's just hitting it hard. I mean, necessary. We've seen how she's been puking like mm-hmm. the, at least the past 15 minutes. Right. And I love the fact that when they're in there talking to Deadly, um, he did some research and asked if it, it was a, you know, what is, is this a spell from something like a warlock, an incubus, a SpongeBob? <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I just love that little part there. Uh, Nicole tries to write out what was wrong, but draws some spermy looking tadpole things. So she can't she can't say what she's remembering, and she can't really draw it out either. Apparently, right? Like I like that they didn't have that particular workaround. Like, oh, you can't say it here. Let, let's try it this way. Mm-hmm. And still didn't work that well. At the museum, Doc and uh, Winona steal the painting from the the wall there, and as they get outside, the bells toll, and all of a sudden, 
take Winona away to the sanctuary of the scorned woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a place of sanctuary for women who have lost their way. I love the fact when she called the the sister there uh, Whoopi. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Um, now you haven't seen the next episode yet, but wait until you find out what the head uh, nun's name is oh. for real. Well, we'll have to wait on that one. Yeah. So they take the painting, and it apparently has a hidden painting behind it, as they sprinkle some holy water on it, and it reveals <laughs> a lady standing, like in the crevices, some boulders or something. Like I don't know, she's like the centerpiece, this scarlet lady or something. Yeah. So. That's going to be an interesting thing they have to go find out. The sister mm-hmm. has Peacemaker in the weapons room. And I love the fact that when Winona goes in there, she basically tries to call Peacemaker out like I call Ragnar. Uh-huh. That was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> and he ignored her or yeah. it ignored her. Peacemaker actively rejected her and said, no, I don't so, want to I go th- with you. I feel like it's like, hey, I need you to believe in yourself first. I think you're probably right on that. I mean, she goes, I'm not the, uh, uh, I broke the curse, so I don't know. And there were a lot of weapons in that room, so. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Jeremy comes up with some possible fixes for Nicole. Option one turns her into a dog. Option two drowns her in holy water. And option three, her intestines might turn into snakes. <laughs> and second movie reference comes to a second or third movie reference or fourth. I don't know. I lost count. No. Yeah, uh, it's comes, a lot of Yeah, it comes with Nicole gets sick and pukes on pukes up the Dagobah system on Winona's boots. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel is still out scouting and dodging the phone calls coming in. You think she should probably take one or two. Or can no one just text like her and go, by the way, uh Nicole's puking up frogs. I think that would be a good text to go with. I mean, yeah, that would be a good text. Right. I know she's been texting them back with huge lies. Like, right. hey, no, Rec Center, good times, good fun, big fun. <laughs> At the Rec Center, puke emoji. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> she uh, scouts out. Uh, she decides to call Billy only to hear his phone ring. And when she goes in to follow up the phone, we find out that well, she finds the phone with all her missed messages on it, and Billy is there, but he's that little spectral demon thing. Mm-hmm. So, we know what happened. We remember before, he can only be seen by whoever he's been called up to hunt, right? Right. So, right. I think he'll be showing up at some point in time in the future, you know, probably to hunt her or something stupid like that. Yeah, like, that's so sad. Mm-hmm. Poor Billy. He was a good kid. But maybe they can get him back because, you know, but maybe not. But I, yeah. I think she's at least going to be more curious now why his phone was in there and what happened to him. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Winona uh, is talking to Nicole and says, you know, you didn't give up, but she did give up, which is part of the frog puking thing. But she's having a hard time telling her because every time she tries to say anything, you know, we get sick. But, however, Nicole does know where the woman in the painting is since she saved the two naked Steves there. Well, naked repelling. I don't think that's the thing that she should be doing. <laughs> Just saying. Things get a little weird when she walks into the house where Jeremy and Waves are making the cure for her that she then picks up and dumps into the sink. And, mm-hmm. Which then opens the knife and gets a knife out of the drawer. 
which is, yeah. I was worried that she was going to attack Waverly or Jeremy, but that didn't happen at all. Mm-hmm. As Doc points out, the legacy of bloodshed should probably come to an end. Nicole comes in and throws a knife at Winona, who comes mm-hmm. back with the best response ever. What up, Kermit? <laughs> that was very bad delivery on my part, but it was hilarious when she did it. I mean, the lines are delivered in this entire episode, this show, like, there's we can't repeat that. Like I, we have especially trained for like their exact amazing delivery. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Oh, I know it's <laughs> it's great. It's just yeah. And while well, I noticed talking about storming the Clantons, they find Nicole's clothes with the smell of gas, which we pointed out that Nicole started to fire. And it was kind of, right. yeah, that cleared a lot of that up. All right. And so, of course, they make it to the gorge. And guess who they found there, Brad? Do you, can you even guess who they may have found in the gorge? Who the Scarlet Woman may be? It's a familiar face. You think it's Mercedes? Mm-hmm. It's Mercedes? No, it's not Mercedes. Huh? It is Rosita, who we haven't seen in a couple of seasons. Um, like she disappeared, I think after she tried to take baby Alice. Right. So yeah, yeah, that was an interesting change. Didn't really see that one coming. Yeah. Like I, I was like, wait a minute, Rosita, <gasps> Rosita, mm-hmm. that's who that is. So, okay. So in woman scorn, so it makes sense. Yep. Definitely does make sense. Uh, back at the homestead, uh, Nicole is, and they're tying up Nicole. So, you know, she can <laughs> be saved, but she gets Jeremy in on the plan, and Nicole tricks Waverly and handcuffs her to the bed. Of and course. then they go to see Nedley to get his help, which she goes, I need you to kill me. And which points out the whole drowning thing was going to come up. And that's what happens. I mean, they're doing that option two, and Waverly shows up right at the point where Nicole is being drowned in the holy water. And uh-huh. my whole entire thought on this one scene was, where did Nedley get the bear hat? Nedley. And I was like, is this was the bear hat part of it or just, you know, put this on. It'll be cool. So that's where we're at now. We're at the option of killing Nicole, which I think is going to really fail badly because Waverly's going to mess it up. And then we're going to be stuck with option one of her being turned into a dog. Yeah. So, yeah. No. I know. And we don't. Yeah. Yeah. Man, the show. It's just every time they bring me something different and I love it so much. And like just the level of Way Hot's kink is so funny. Like every time they brought up like, hey, go get some rope. Oh, we got some in the bedroom. Go get the handcuffs. Thank okay. y'all are so funny. Um, oh, was the and other part I to mention the moment that they were on the, the couch. Uh-huh. The couch um, that Jeremy decided to keep in the office. <laughs> right. You cannot trust those two alone anywhere. Uh-huh. Oh, there's the other part where uh, Waverly, uh, no, not Waverly. Winona was asking if uh, maybe they started the fire when they were having sexy time there, and she goes, "That's what's lube for." And she's like, "No, that's not what lube is for." So, yeah. <laughs> oh yep. man, so much, hot. so much in this show. Uh, you got anything else on this one? No, um, just like Winona said, go binge one day at a time. Like the new version. The old version was cool, but the new version is something else entirely. It's amazing. It's on Netflix and on Pop. All right. Check it out. Cool. And now for now for quarantine TV time. What did you watch Yay! this week? Oh, my God. I watched a lot of the DNC, which you don't care about. <laughs> I watched too much. Um, no. So what did I watch? 
Uh, we are doing climate change for Geek Girl Soup this week. So I watched, I watched a bunch of uh, Twilight Zone episodes. Uh, you would not believe how relevant some of these episodes are. Oh, yeah. And we're talking about the 60s. Yeah. Uh, what else? Uh, there's this show called Occupied that I think you will love. It's on Netflix. So you should definitely check that out. Oh, Brad, Thundercats. Thundercats from 2011 is now on Hulu. Along with the original Thundercats. Yeah. I was like, I was sitting there last night. I was like, oh my God, I forgot how awesome this was. Occupied, a Norwegian political thriller that is... uh, Yeah. no, You you had me at political thriller Norwegian, because you know how I am with foreign shows. I just love watching them. Yeah! Watch it, add it to your list. Um, and also, uh, my two picks for like that topic that we were covering, mm-hmm. um, it was The Wave from 2015, and then I picked the sequel to The Quake. So, if you haven't watched that, those are also on Hulu. Right. The Wave. Was it the, was, was the Wave any good? The Wave was amazing. Okay. Go watch it. Uh, I, like, you know, as we'll do our over-the-top ridiculous disaster movies? Right, and, right. Like, The Rock in it? Yeah. I was wondering. Um, I've seen it, so. too, but it's actually like really well executed, and it doesn't look like uh, oh yeah, that's not realistic. Okay, I will throw that on my list. Um, things I've been what watching. I have yeah. watched uh, this week. Oh, what week are we on? I didn't keep my list very well. I did get through uh, Lock and Key. Yay! It awesome was show. really good. If you haven't watched that series, watch it. I did it. The first episode took me a little bit. I actually stopped like 20 minutes into it, but just keep watching and it hooks you onto the rest of it. Uh huh. Uh, movies. I, I kind of like, I zoned out this week. I really didn't watch too many things, but I did. I did have my apocalyptic day, which was kind of, of course. I, I got stuck in the YouTube uh, area and I watched this movie called Defcon four, which I had oh, seen back in the eighties. Uh, I want you to look up the poster for Defcon four. Just go you know, look it up. The poster is amazing. It has literally five percent to do with the entire show. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> the poster does not represent the movie at all. So, but the poster is awesome. I love the poster. Uh, yeah, that was so so. And then I actually watched a show called Post Impact, which I swear I saw at one point in time. It had Dean Cain in it. Um, oh, that was I, like a sci-fi movie, probably. Yeah, it's like after the uh, asteroid hits the ground. It's one of those, I don't know who did it, but it's one of those where like all of the animation is like CG, and it, <laughs> but it was like 2004, so it's all like really crappy CG. <laughs> so I wonder if it was supposed to be like a takeoff or a sequel of Deep Impact. It um, probably was. When did Deep Impact come yeah. out? Yeah, that was like the 90s because I know that came out the same time as Armageddon. Yeah, that was a uh, two. That was 98, so it was it was farther off. It was a little bit different than yeah. that, so. But yeah, those are the two that are some of the stuff that I watched. Uh, it was good. I mean, it is what it. Oh, uh, Post Impact was actually a horrible movie. Don't watch it. <laughs> Defcon Four was an interesting movie. It's it's a five on my five ten scale. So there you go. Uh, yeah. I want the poster. I don't know. Um, that, go ahead and get it. You can I, get it. For, I can th- tell a very story about it, what the movie should have been about. Right. I think I may get it at some point. I just haven't done it. I need to. Uh yeah, that's all I got. I got some other stuff I plan on trying to watch. Uh well, yeah, yeah like Friday, I was just kind of zoning at work. Anyhow, I was running the uh, Netflix has this uh, uh, World War Two 
uh, in color. They actually have two of them now that goes through everything uh, that happened in World War II. It's a history thing. I'm big on history stuff. So I I found it re- kind of interesting. It, it's a lot to do with it. There's a whole series. So I watch that occasionally. Yeah. In the garage, I am currently watching Your pr- Pretty Little Face is Going to Hell, which is freaking hilarious. What? Yeah, look it up. It's on Hulu. It, uh, right. Henry Zabrowski is on it. He's, you know, if you listen to the last podcast on the left, you'll know who he is. Yeah, your pretty little face is going to hell. It is adult swim at night. It's it's hilarious. Just, I don't know. If you like sick, weird humor, watch it. Well, speaking of going to hell, I'm going there because I completely forgot to bring up the fact that Lucifer is back with their season five. Um, part one, season five. It's the first eight episodes. Um, I decided I'm going to savor these. I started Friday and I've already binged the first three episodes. Nice. Um, like a First two, like um, Friday night, and I watched the third one yesterday. Like I told you, I have, I have the twins, so I like I didn't get to do a lot yesterday <laughs> that didn't involve like one under one year old stuff. Right. So yeah, that happened. But the new season of Lucifer is amazing, and I'm so glad that everybody signed on for a potential six final season. Like this was supposed to be the final season, but it's so good and people love it so much. Like it's already number one. Um, like on their like top 10, mm-hmm. uh, like people love it so much that they're like, okay, well we need more of this. And they're right. We do. Oh, I forgot to say what else I finished. I finished the rain. Ooh, I need to do that one. Um, I, what did I watch? We did dark. So uh-huh. we did dark. Oh, and umbrella Academy. So I need to watch dark. Oh. Let me add in my list. Yeah. We finished umbrella Academy too. Ha. Huh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So I, there are so many things I need to add to this list, Brad. I, know. I need a, a two watch list to go with my watched list. Yeah, my watch list is pretty long. <laughs> All right, anything else for this? We need to probably wrap it on up, I guess. Um, no, just let us know what you're watching. Um, hit us up on Twitter or Facebook. Send us an email, Brad and Court Talk at gmail dot com. Yep. And until next time. Until next time, please remember. As Tom Hanks and our beloved Jeremy said, I'm the captain now. That's it for this episode. Head on over to purefandom.com for more awesome content.